Hey Geek fans, we got a great episode for you this week. We're talking Thor, Cable, Black Adam, and Star Wars Celebration this week on The Raven Geeks. Hey everybody, I'm Noah Bayshore. And I'm Steve Tiemann. And we're the Raving Geeks. We're back for another episode. And we got a lot of really cool news to talk about. Uh, just first of all, sorry we couldn't, uh, you know, record last week. We're all kind of busy doing our stuff. It was Easter weekend, you know, coming up. So we, we had stuff going on, but now we're back and we're going to talk about a lot of really cool things. Uh, so first up is a bit of news that came out of nowhere a little bit uh, the other day. Actually, I think it was... Was yesterday or was this morning? I forget. Might have been yesterday or maybe this morning. I'm not sure. I, I don't remember, but it's it's pretty it's a pretty big deal. James Gunn officially confirmed on his Facebook account that he will in fact be returning for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. He's gonna finish off that trilogy. What do you think, Steven? I honestly don't know who else they would cast, or not cast, have direct that because the first one, James Gunn like blew it out of the park. The second one, like Early screenings have been nothing but positive. I mean, it, it seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, in honestly. All honesty. Yeah, man. Like, I can't picture anybody else coming back because, like, he knows these characters. He understands them. Yeah. And, like, his visual style of, like, you know, directing. Like, I can't picture anybody else coming in, taking his toys, and, you know, kind of doing their Playing own thing. Playing with them. No yeah. way. Like, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing, and I'm glad he uh, is able to come back and that his heart's there. Yeah. Because, like, if his heart wasn't there, I wouldn't want him to come back, but... I uh, had read his post and he was saying like, you know what, like it took me a long time to think whether or not I wanted to come back, but you know, I just love these characters too much to like step away. And I love that. And I think that's so cool. There was also a little Guardians news I saw today. There are going to be five post credit scenes in Guardians 2, just like spread throughout the trailer. Which is crazy. Like how, what does that even mean? Five post credit scenes? Just going to be maybe Howard the Duck bar hopping maybe? Right. Or... Because well, usually it's one thing to Easter egg the next movie and yeah. then one little funny bit for the overall like universe or something. Yeah. Or, I mean like usually, but like with like Guardians, it was it was Howard the Duck. So like it could be maybe like another Howard the Duck thing. Yeah, maybe that'd be funny. I'm all for it. Like maybe, maybe it's gonna be like a credits roll type thing, and like on the side is like some sort of like like a little vignette. Yeah, maybe. that'd be kind of cool. I mean, I'm all for it because sitting in the credits is boring. Yeah. So like. You, you wait for those two, but I feel like it'll be nice to have it, like, split Like, just up. constant, you know, like... Just constant Easter eggs, more stuff to analyze. Which would be really cool. And I'd be curious to see if they would have any stuff uh, in regards to, like, Infinity War, because that is coming up. Yeah, definitely. Maybe not so much, like, Thanos-related, because, like, Gunn was like, nah, Thanos isn't in the movie. I mean, maybe change his mind, because it is a post credit scene. Yeah. But I'm really excited to see, like, what it's going to be. And, like, yeah... Yeah, definitely as we're getting closer to Infinity War, all these movies are kind of, as they end, it kind of runs into Infinity War, like where that where those specific characters are going to end up. Maybe that'll be where it is. Like, it's right, like, where the Guardians are going to be. Yeah, when, like where, where they're at in terms of like setting up this big, gigantic movie. Right. Uh, so the next bit of news was kind of, it's kind of jumping off a previous topic we were talking about uh, in another episode. We had talked about how Brad Pitt uh, was featured in some uh, conceptual art for Deadpool 2 as Cable. But now uh, it's been officially confirmed that Josh Brolin is actually going to be playing Cable. And this is kind of like a big twist. Yeah. Uh, but uh, take it. I mean, a lot of people... I wasn't expecting Josh Brolin just because of Thanos. I didn't know 
well, I figured he'd have some sort of contractual obligation to Disney and Marvel, but I'm all for it. He's he fits the he fits the bill. Yeah, really definitely. Big like, gruff, serious guy, and I think he'll be a really good um, what's it called like a straight man to Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool's just so wacky out there, and he'll just be like, what what are you what are you doing? What are you talking what's about? City, what's this idiot talking about? Yeah. So exactly, yeah, let's see it. Like he definitely plays that type of character well. That like that like, you know, stone cold, like badass type yeah. of deal. Like he was like in. Sin City. He was in uh, Sicario. Yeah, Sicario. Sicario. Uh, He was in Jonah Hex, but that's not the most well-renowned comic book film. Yeah. But, like, he is a good actor, like, definitely. And I'm curious to see how... I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of differences, but I'm curious to see how he'll, uh, you know, portray Thanos and, you know, Cable so different, you know, in, like, such a close period of time. Right. Because, like, those are pretty, you know, pretty close together. Uh, ish, but like that—that'll be certainly interesting, and I'm curious to see like how many like jokes they're gonna make. Like, oh, where's your purple skin or whatever, yeah. or like you know, where are the Avengers? Like, cause they'll they'll probably maybe not as on the nose, but they'll do something for sure. Right, especially with the last movie, the last fight was literally on a helicarrier. Yeah, so they can they can poke fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. That's gonna be really cool. Uh, our next bit of news, which is like a pretty big deal. Uh, you, you actually just told me this, like just right before the episode started. Yeah. So I was on Facebook or Reddit or something this week and this little news bit popped out at me and there's rumors coming out of DC that, um, black Adam, who was scheduled to get his own movie, like alongside of, um, Billy Batson, Shazam, they're talking about scrapping his solo movie and making him the main villain of man of steel two. So Noah, I know. You were pretty excited when I told I you this, so... I am so hyped. I am so behind this. There's a, uh, like, a short animated film, which is, like, basically Superman, Shazam, and Black Adam all fighting each other. Well, I guess not Shazam fighting Superman, but, like, they're, it's, like, this big team-up thing, and, like, after seeing that, just the idea of, like, The Rock and Henry Cavill going toe-to-toe and having that, you know like sci-fi and also like magic Mm -hmm. you know clashing clashing, like that that could be amazing that could be so cool uh and i definitely definitely want to see that and this i don't want to say like it doesn't surprise me but like it somewhat doesn't surprise me because um how long ago was it? it was like over christmas like right around there uh dwayne johnson and henry cavill like were hanging out and they like uh like posting pictures of each yeah. other on like Instagram and there was like hashtag like worlds unite or whatever something or something like that. that. Yeah. So like, I think this has been like, you know, the idea for a while now. I don't think this is like out of nowhere. Right. And it kind of makes sense to consolidate something like that. Yeah. Especially cause like I love, I love black Adam. Like I don't know a ton about him, but like from what I've read in the comics and like seen in TV, sh- TV shows and stuff, he's great. But like we, we sort of talked about like how like he doesn't necessarily like need his own solo movie yeah like with him it's like the the fun and the coolness comes from like that contrast of like how you know he views himself as the hero when like in actuality he's doing like awful things and then put that opposite like you know like a positive character like billy batson shazam but now in this instance like it's superman and then you could like have it come back with like Shazam eventually down yeah. the road. And I think there was talk of Billy Batson will appear in the movie. That would be really cool. Like as like so. an introduction. Right. I think that's like such a good idea because like Shazam is a really cool character, but that's like a hard 
sell, I think. Definitely, yeah. Like, to, to, like, mainstream audiences, like a little kid magically turning into, like, a big, strong man with a cape. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, depending on how you do it, that's almost like Guardians of the Galaxy-esque, like, you know, like, it's out there. Out there. So, yeah. I think it could be really cool if they do it right, and I have a good feeling that they, they could do it right, especially, like, as, like, a, you know, this being, like, a fallout of, like, the resurrection of Superman, because he's... He's coming back. He's totally coming back. He's coming back. And, like, I, I would be interested to see their exploration of his character, like, yeah. post-Justice uh, League. And Hopefully th- we get a decent characterization of Superman. Yeah. He's actually, like, the Superman that we all know, like, actually... Like, like the, the more, the more like, mainstream, like, right. you know, uh, Christopher Reeves, like, you know, the, in that same vein. Right. A big blue Boy Scout instead of just this brooding guy who knocks down a city and yeah. snaps him next. Yeah. So... But, like, I, I think it would be cool to, like, almost take that, not the the broodiness, but, like, the the idea of, like, him being a symbol of hope and, like, applying it to Billy. Yeah. Because, like, maybe Billy, like, looked up to the guy. Right. Or something like that. And he's the whole reason why he's coming out as Shazam. Yeah, definitely. Which could be really cool. Mm-hmm. We could have a moment where he's, like, saving a cat out of a tree or something. Yeah, exactly. Something, like, cheesy superman like something you would expect superman to do that'd be kind of cool i'm i'm all for it i'd be curious to see who they're gonna get to play shazam yeah that's they're gonna get to direct it mm -hmm. you know like this could be really good yeah i'm positive uh but we're gonna take a quick break and we're hold up oh i got one thing breaking speaking of big muscly dudes in capes we got another trailer last week oh oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i'm super duper excited for i completely skipped over that we have a list how dare you i completely jumped over that we cannot talk about this we got the first trailer for Thor Ragnarok, and I am super excited, <laughs> you guys. Like, oh, we, there's so much good stuff in that trailer. He is trembling. With uh, it's going to be great. Excitement. For those of you who don't know, they're combining Thor Ragnarok, which is one of the comics about the end of Asgard, the destruction of Asgard, with Planet Hulk, which in t- which entails Hulk getting shot into space, lands on an alien planet, and basically becomes like Spartacus. Basically. Like a gladiator. Which is so cool. And... Itself. Seeing that on the screen was just awesome. Thor finally has a Thor-style helmet with, like, the wings. I freaked out. Which is awesome. Oh, my gosh. And the Hulk looked amazing. And just a personal note, the director of this, uh, he's, his name's Taika Waititi. He's a um, New Zealander. If you get the chance, go watch the movie Hunt for the Wilder People. It's amazing. And Taika Waititi also directed that. It's like a comedy, but it's also really, it's it's serious, but it's also got, like, Lots of humor in it, and he really takes advantage of Chris Hemsworth, like his comedic timing, but like still keeping it like an actiony Thor movie. Like this didn't look like a comedy. No, this like, trailer was like it's like action packed. It almost had like a Guardians people, vibe to it. Yeah, people were trying to say it had a Guardians vibe. I think I got that from like the uh, the cosmicness of right, it. Right. It's like and also like the music choice. But definitely. aside from that, it seemed like tonally like dark. Yeah. Because like we have Hela there. We got our first look at Kate Blanchett as Hela. Yep. She looks like. Like scary. scary yeah. yeah with like that headpiece and like mm-hmm. her like like dark hair and like she looked like she, it she doesn't dis- she destroys Mjolnir it, yeah like he's screwed oh chucks the hammer at her yeah expecting like it always does just knock her down she turns around and just catches it crushes, just crushes it. it like a tin can oh my gosh and that's how I feel like that's how the movie's gonna start because he had the long hair yeah in that scene definitely so we're in for a ride. I, I think this is this in could November. Be, it's gonna be really good. Yeah, I'm really excited. Oh man! If you had to take like a part of the trailer that was like your favorite, that got you the most like hyped up, what would it be for you? The arena scene. Yeah. You got 
Jeff Gold Jeff Goldblum <laughs> as what's, yeah. his, what's his name Grandmaster. Uh, yeah, yeah, something, something like, that. like that. That's awesome. Thor with the helmet finally. The Hulk coming out. Loki's face when the Hulk comes out. Just Cause, remembering cause he remembers that pummeled into the floor. Yeah, and then Thor's reaction. Just the, the fact that Thor like calls the Avengers work. Yeah, it's like, so he's a friend good. from work. It just and everyone's just like dead silent. It's like, like that. <laughs> they kind of, I don't want to say like naivete like with Thor, but he's just like such a fish out of water. Yeah, when it comes to like Earth stuff, he's like, I am a god. So like once he kind of like got a glimpse of what Earth culture is like, he's just like, yeah. It's interesting to see that nine influence. To, nine to him. five with the Avengers busting yeah. Hydra bases. So when he sees Hulk and it's just like that's just perfect. You're like buddy. Then he, <laughs> they just fight each other it's immediately. Great. Can't wait. Yeah. Uh. I guess, like, specifically, the, the thing that, like, got me the most hyped up was, like, just the helmet. Yeah. Because we've been waiting. Like, we saw, like, a glimpse of, like, the classic, like, Thor helmet. Yep, in the in beginning. In the, the beginning of the first one where he's, like, going to be crowned king, but then the, the, the frost giant showed up. But, like, aside from that, we didn't get it at all anywhere at all. Yeah. And now we finally have it, and the way they constructed it makes so much practical sense. It's more, like, science like, fiction but, like, yeah, it's got, like, tact, like the wings, like, kind of fold back. Yeah. And hopefully, well, because the story, like, why he doesn't have the helmet is because the first one in in the first it Thor. so uncomfortable. Super uncomfortable. So he's like, nah, we're not doing that. So hopefully now this one, it looks a little more light, looks more compact. Yeah. More, like, practical, I guess. So hopefully that, that sticks around. I never understood, though, why they weren't able to, like, reintroduce it and make it more sense. Because, like, Chris Hemsworth had talked, not Chris Hemsworth, uh, Chris Evans had talked about, like, how the Avengers, like, helmet wasn't, like, you know as comfortable that's why like he had it off yeah so much in the film and like people talked about how it looked kind of cheesy and like there were you know people who said like the original one did kind of too in the first avengers in, in the in the in the first thor yeah I mean, like with oh. his helmet like Got it's you. like oh that was much but like they they with captain america they tweaked it and made it more like compact and like tactical right and like in civil war and ultron it looks decent yeah like, like what it, you would expect yeah like it looks like someone's wearing a uniform yeah and i personally never understood why they weren't able to take that with thor in his helmet because he's like a warrior right in in my mind like it makes sense why he would be you know wearing a helmet yeah in a war sense. especially like with ultron you mm-hmm. know like they had like the giant army of robots and stuff much more larger than like i would say like the with the chitauri army i would think yeah uh i'm glad like it's showing up in Ragnarok for sure. I just hope this doesn't, you know, become a one-time thing. I hope this carries on. Yeah, like just that one scene Infinity and then he War. ditches the helmet. That would suck. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, I hope that does not happen. But yeah, it was a really, really cool trailer for sure. So hyped. Like, awesome. Uh, but now we are going to take a break. We'll be right back and we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration and all the news that entailed with that. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. And we're back. So now we're going to be talking about Star Wars Celebration. We're going to be breaking down all the cool tidbits we got from that. So I'm going to throw it to Steven to kick it off. So oh, what do we got? All right. So I think it was all week last week, wasn't it? Yeah. Or like the last couple of days of the week. Yeah. Down in Orlando, they had the annual Star Wars celebration, which 
I'm going to one day. That one looks day. so cool. And this was the 40th anniversary of Star Wars 2017 back to 1977. So we got some cool stuff at this one. So first things first, we got our first look at The Last Jedi, which, which was, was pretty sweet. Beautiful. It was great. We want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, let's, let's get into it a little bit. So I'm kind of at a conundrum with this because okay. the trailer didn't, like, I want to see more. But I also don't want to see more because it left me like, I don't know. That was my. It, it was just weird. That was my exact same reaction to it. It's like, wow, that was good, but I wanted so much more. But like, this is in a way what we needed. Yeah. Not what we wanted. So it's like, like I'm glad they gave us what they did because like any more would just be like, yeah, you know, like too much. It would I, be like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I will say it was. It was nothing compared to the first trailer for Force Awakens. Yeah. I was freaking out. Yeah. With that first trailer, like when the with the Falcon at the end and the the theme started playing, this was just like, hey, new Star Wars is coming. Yeah. Gonna be great. It seems like. Did you see like the the structural comparison? I with saw this to the, the first one. I didn't watch it, but yeah. I could just tell like, like beat for beat, it's pretty similar. But like, I would say this one didn't have a, the same impact as the the first one because yeah. like. It had been years since the original trilogy, so like, right. like seeing that had much more of an impact. So that's, I guess, I would wish with this newer one they would have like changed it up from that past trailer. Yeah, because like I think they were going for that same feel, mm-hmm. but personally I don't think it like it achieved that because we kind of yeah are already there. We're used to Star Wars being back now. Now yeah. it's just more Star Wars. Yeah, which but, is still great. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but, but there. Uh, if you had to like say like what was your favorite part of it, what would you say? I don't know. I liked... I really like that we're going to get more Luke Skywalker. Dude, for and sure. And, like, just, like, there's a lot of questions. I want to know what happened to his temple. Yeah. I want to know what he meant by that last line. It's, like, it's time for the Jedi to end. That might be, like, throwing us off. That might be from, like, the beginning when Ray's trying to convince him otherwise, and he's, like, tried it. Didn't work out. Yeah, like, he's just trying to get her to leave or something yeah. like that. But that's that also could be, like... Maybe like some gray Jedi vibes. That's what going I was thinking. Because he's seen this structure that the Jedi have had get torn down twice. Well, he's seen it happen once. He knew about the first time with Vader. So I feel like maybe he's like, we need to try something else. We can't repeat our same right. mistakes from the past. Yeah, so it's it's gonna be really interesting, and I hope we get a lot of questions answered. Me too, uh, like for sure. Like that was honestly like my same my same thoughts was like that instance at the end where he's like, "It's time for the Jedi to end," and it's like, "What? Yeah, what does he mean by that? I want more explanation." Because uh, like I think it's totally gonna be the gray Jedi thing. Yeah. Because like, uh, so I guess for for people that don't know, the gray Jedi are pretty much essentially like. They're not Sith, they're not Jedi, but like they're 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 also they're kind of Jedi. They in the walk sense. the line. They walk the line because they, like, the Sith and the Jedi are like two extremes. Like with the, the with the Jedi, like they're very kind of like not emotional. They're selfless, whereas like with the Sith, uh, they're like completely emotional and completely about the self. But like, like they're they're evil and the Jedi are good, whereas like. With the gray Jedi, they acknowledge that, like, you need both, you know, like, emotion right. and, like, selflessness or, like, you know, care about yourself, that sort of thing. Like, they, they dabble in, like, both, but, like, they, you know, are called gray Jedi because, like, they acknowledge that, you know, you know, evil 
needs to be kept in check. Right. So, like, I think that's honestly, like, if I were to ever become a Jedi, you know, <laughs> in, in some alternate reality, I would for sure choose Grey Jedi because Definitely. it just, I think it makes the most sense because, you know, people are people and we can't, you know, be completely without emotion. Like, that's just not realistic. Yeah. Uh, I think that is kind of like a hole that George Lucas dug himself like back when he wrote it because it's like the way that the Jedi are just in the Star Wars universe is like they almost have to be these weird monk men just because of what George Lucas has set in stone when back in the day before we got all this like prequel stuff it's like they were Jedi knights yeah like it was like good good evil like Like, yeah so yeah I think the gray Jedi thing is something they're definitely going to dabble in. I just hope it's not more of the same in that se- seven was great, but it was really derivative. Like yeah. it was, it was to get people back into star Wars. So they, which they, we, you can understand yeah. like coming from like their perspective. So it had a lot of episode four in it down to another death star and a trench run. I've heard all the, the, the gripes about yeah. force awakens. And I was a little worried about it with this. Cause we saw, New snow speeders, new ATATs, basically, yeah. with that cool sand scene. And again, it's it's gonna be really good. I'm not saying like, oh, it's gonna be Empire Strikes Back too. I hate this, but it's, let's just hope they don't retread things right. as much. And I, I think I think we'll be okay. Yeah, like I I'm just, optimistic. Yeah, I just want Disney to learn from the criticisms. Yeah, and don't like you know retread some more things. Right. And uh, speaking of learning from their criticisms, we also got a sweet trailer out of EA yeah. for Star Wars Battlefront 2. And I'm almost more excited about this than I am The Last Jedi because Battlefront 1... Those are some bold words. When that first came out... Yeah, it's <laughs> controversial. No, you're okay. You're okay. When Battlefront 1 came out or when the trailers came out, it was like, this looks incredible. This sounds yeah. incredible. This is going to be the Star Wars game that's brings it back and it was and it was for a couple weeks right like you play it for more than three hours and you've played everything (laughs) yeah ea just they released half a game and then charge you 50 bucks for the other half of the game for like the the add-on all the dlc and your rogue one dlc yeah new skins and your new maps and modes but this trailer (laughs) and the news surrounding it is so good awesome oh my gosh we're getting a single player campaign between return of the jedi and the force awakens which yes. follows an Imperial Special Forces squad. Which is like the greatest thing That's you could awesome. do. That's awesome. They're called Infernal Squad, and they're led by a chick whose name I didn't write down, but it's That's cool. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and let's see, what else did we get? Uh, we all got- eras confirmed for multiplayer, so we're getting Clone Wars. That's so cool. The, well, you got to watch those wrist rockets. They're coming back. We're getting Clone Wars, Galactic Civil War, New Era, whatever this war is going to end up being called. Heroes for all those eras. We saw Yoda. We saw Darth, Darth Maul. We saw Luke. Ray. Ray. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. And there's going to be way more. And no season pass. EA is going to replicate Titanfall's DLC. So free content, paid skins. Oh, this is great. This is great. So. Oh, my gosh. I might be buying some ARC Trooper skins if they decide to sell them. Because if they do, I will That'd buy them. so great. I'm excited to see... Um, how they ramp up like the customization yeah because if we're talking all eras yep this could be crazy and i hope like i hope like you know because like didn't they do it in the original games where there was like a crap ton of customization in terms of like your own character there were classes in each faction so like for the republic you'd have a clone trooper 
a, a clone with a rocket, sniper rifle, yeah. and then like two special ones at the bottom. But there wasn't a whole lot of customization unless you got the mods, yeah. which were really cool. And I spent I've spent too much time on YouTube watching, but I think they'll kind of delve into that more in this one just because in the last Battlefront that was one of the things they did. There was a lot of customization. I hope they like ramped up that up even more. Yeah, and I think it'd be kind of cool if like you could customize your own Jedi or something because there is that play mode where you can like you know, choose the heroes. They do delve into that a little bit. So with the heroes and villains, you can it's almost like a skill tree. Yeah, like you can upgrade your character. So like almost I want to say like Overwatch is what comes to mind because it's like I if you like main Obi-Wan in like the Clone Wars missions like you always like you're really good with Obi-Wan you can like upgrade like Obi-Wan's abilities to help you like be better in the game so I think that is a thing for all of the hero characters and there will and there will be a mode like in the original Battlefront 2 where it's just heroes versus villains so I'm really excited that's great we're gonna see Kylo squaring off with his grandpa that oh my gosh griping even, about sand I didn't even think about that and it's gonna be great that'd be beautiful so just do it on Tatooine yeah that'd be great so it's like it's like so some, much sand someone's gonna turn oh, that I know new, right oh my someone's gonna turn that new video where it's like they're playing on Tatooine and Darth Vader's like eh, eh, I don't <laughs> yeah, like, like I don't like hopping it. around so much sand yeah uh so yeah that, that oh that's that's, that's gonna so be great. great and I'm like I'm loving the idea we we touched upon it a little bit but like the idea of like a uh imperial slash like first order centric game yeah where they're the heroes right. and how they view like the the rebellion and like that that's such a good that idea. was a really cool part of the trailer like there's yeah. a point where sh- the main character has a blaster pointed at luke skywalker it's like freeze and then it like cuts as he like turns around yeah. and it's like whoa yeah and it's like it how am i gonna wear this it's like we know that they're the bad guys but the bad guys don't never know they're the bad guys it's yeah like, i'm just serving my empire i'm upholding order in the galaxy and there's like a shot at the beginning where they're on Endor and they watch the Death Star explode, explode. and her face just drops. She's like, no way. So like from her perspective, that's like that's like the end of like their like their civilization. Right. Like, that's it. The rebel scum are destroying like, everything we it. hold near and dear. They did it. So like she probably like views Luke as this like evil terrorist. Evil terrorist. Like yeah. so that to get into the psyche of like the common like imperial soldier is yeah. so interesting it's gonna be really that's cool. gonna be really cool yeah uh so what else was there so we also got this was really cool they had a 40th anniversary panel at celebration so it started out with uh it was like emceed by warwick davis the guy okay. who played uh wicket the ewok yeah, yeah 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 and he brought like they brought out a lot of people like in twos and threes so like george lucas came out first and he was out the whole time and then Kathleen Kennedy came out, and the guy who runs the animated stuff, Dave something, he has the guy with the cowboy hat. I think I know you're talking Dave about. Dave Filoni, yeah. him. So they came out and talked a little bit, and then they left. And then my boy, Hayden Christensen, <laughs> and uh, Ian McDermott, who plays the Emperor, came out, and they talked. And I was like, when they announced his name, I was like, oh, he's going to get... This might not This might not go well for yeah. him. Because it's the prequels. People get a it's, lot of... It's the I Hate Sand guy, yeah. but... The crowd loved it. That's they great. were they gave him a standing ovation, and it's it's great because it's like say what you want about the prequels, but Hayden Christensen, this might be like I don't think he's a bad actor. He's not a bad actor. It was compl- I think it was George Lucas's directing that you know got he, him to where yeah he was. In the that, writing is not great. In he that. had a lot of things against him, and, and he signed like Hayden signed on. I read this the other day. Yeah. He was like I signed on to play teenage Darth Vader. That's, that was what it was for. I wanted 
I, we were going to see Anakin turn into Darth Vader. But George had the script written so that we had to see Anakin as just this petulant little kid for whatever reason. So he kind of got, he felt like he got the short end of the stick on that one and did the best he could, which yeah. I think in episode three, he did a pretty good job because you got to see that like anguish in him as he turned. So he came out and he was like a little nervous about it because he was kind of like, oh man, stuttering through it. Like, um, uh, well, it's great to be here, you guys. Yeah. And, uh, uh, don't hate me. But yeah, so that was really cool. Yeah. And the guy who played Ian McDermott, I keep forgetting his name. He's like really well spoken. He's been a, like a really talented actor for years. He's been on like he's got a, like stage presence and stuff. So he was really cool. And they left, and then some original trilogy people started coming out. Um, Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Anthony Daniels and Peter Mayhew came out and they talked for a little bit and then they brought out the big guns like please welcome Mark Hamill ah. and then Mark Hamill came out and then Harrison Ford came out and the whole room just exploded and they all had a good chat that's wonderful so that was it was really cool just like the stories that, that come out of like the sets and what went into it and stuff it was really cool and then afterwards after that, it was a separate video, but it was right after that. They had a really cool tribute to Carrie Fisher, and it was, like, from her auditioning yeah. in 1976 or whatever to filming even The Last Jedi, and they had interviews from, like, George, from J.J., Ryan Johnson, all the other actors and stuff, and it was, like, a really, really touching tribute to Carrie. If you get the chance, honestly, like, look it up on, like, yeah. Facebook or this YouTube. This is all on YouTube. Yeah, it's, it's really, it was really well put together. Yeah, the energy in that room would have been insane like seeing all that and then after the tribute the curtain just the curtains behind the couch that everybody was sitting on went up and it was john williams with an orchestra playing star wars music my heart and my head would have exploded if i was there that's amazing it was just that would have been crazy so that's that's star wars celebration there were all there were panels for the last jedi i think mark hamill had a panel for himself there was some other stuff, but they were all an hour long, so I only watched a couple of them. There's also uh, panels for uh, Rebels, right? And, like, the yes. yep. animation yeah. uh, bit. Yeah, and uh, speaking of Rebels, we did get a trailer for that. It's wrapping up. I haven't really watched Rebels. Yeah, and I, me neither. My previous gripes kind of give you where I'm at on yeah. Rebels. But I want to give it a chance. I want to, like, binge through all of it yeah. so we can get caught up for this last season. So it's wrapping up. It's yeah. final season, and then... Noah, you were telling me that the animation has some other plans. Yeah, this, uh, in terms of, like, uh, Rex? That and the other, there was something else that they were going to work on. Okay, right? I'll, I'll go into both of it. Yeah. So, like, I had seen uh, in some videos and also some articles online that they're showing off toys for Rebels and stuff. And one of them just so happened to be Rex, who is a longtime veteran of the Clone Wars. He was, like, the dude with the two blasters, were all blue. He, like, you know, fought, fought alongside Obi-Wan and Anakin. It was a big deal. Yep. He ends up coming back in Rebels, also a big deal. He's kind of older. You know, he's working with, like, these uh, other survivors who are clones. Yep. Uh, but, like, they had this toy line, and Rex was featured in the toy line. Uh, and, like, he's wearing a uh, uniform that's an awful lot similar to the uniforms that were used in the Battle of Endor. Oh, that cool green camo. Yeah, the cool green camo. And, like, Rex has, like, this big beard... And um, people were comparing Rex's outfit in these toys to this character that's featured in uh, Return of the Jedi. Yeah, just for like a quick second. For just a quick second, but it looks exactly like Rex. Yeah, it's like... So, it, I mean, they haven't officially came out and said it, but this basically... Confirms, confirms that, that it's Rex. Confirms that it's Rex. through the whole war, yeah. he made it through the whole war. Yeah. That's amazing. Especially with like 
because clones have accelerated growth mm-hmm. in episode two they say that except for boba so he's yeah he's still kicking in return of the jedi which is pretty cool which is so cool he got to see the rise and the fall of the empire and he got to be a part of the whole thing mm-hmm. that's 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 just so cool to me uh but the other thing was they had announced that um uh this fourth season the rebels is going to be the last one mm-hmm. uh and also the it but it's not going to be uh in terms of animation for star wars it's not going to be the end of it they're they have plans for another series and some sort of uh i don't know if it's a series or if it's some sort of like animated event called forces of destiny okay. uh don't i don't think there's a lot of information provided about it but they just were trying to you know put out there that hey right this is not going to be over with we still have a lot of plans going forward mm-hmm. stuff like that which is which is really cool and i'm yeah. glad to hear that that's going to continue on i think that might be either like just a, like a singular event like you said or i feel like and again it's difficult with the last jedi not being out yet and there's stuff they don't want to reveal but it might be a series between six and seven yeah because i feel like they're starting to go into that territory like with battlefront and then there's a book about the Imperial Special Forces Squad that's coming out. They're called Infernal Squad, by the way. So I feel like that'll be the next like plot of time that they'll be pulling stories out of because we still don't know what happened to Luke between 6 and 7 yeah. and like what Han and Leia were up to. So I feel like animation would be a good way to yeah. go about that. Like Depending on like what is like addressed in yeah. uh, The Last Jedi, like... I feel like there's still going to be just, like, so much stuff you could delve into. Right. In terms of, like, you know, like, 6 and 7 or, like, 7 and 8. Like, we could just, like, go all out with it. Mm-hmm. It could be really cool. Yeah. Uh, but what was the other thing? I think, was there one more thing? Um, I think that was it. That and was then about there was it. just some stuff that we didn't get, which is, there wasn't any news about the Han Solo movie. Yeah, which, which is, is a little weird. Odd. It's in the middle of production, I guess, so that makes sense. But at least... You'd think that like they would maybe update. show, like, you know... Like a production video right. or something, or like a first official images yeah, of other like the than, dude as Han. Yeah, we did get like the one of everybody in the cockpit. Yeah, but maybe like like a set shot of him. That would have been action. nice. I feel like I saw something from a set, like a picture of a a movie, like in the middle of filming. I forget what it was. It might not even have been Star Wars, but was it for uh, the Last Jedi or something? Maybe I think I don't remember. I think they revealed. Some stuff for that, yeah. I'm not but yeah, sure. like we we didn't get anything for nope for Han Solo, nothing which was Han, surprising, and nothing about other anthology films, much to my so disappointment. No, so no Obi Wan, no news about Obi Wan yet, but yeah, I'm keeping my ear to the ground, and no like Boba Fett updates. Right. Those which were the, those were the two big ones. The, yeah, the Obi Wan one and the Boba Fett movie were the ones most likely to move forward. So like a solo one about Obi Wan between three and four, and then like a bounty hunter movie that's like Boba centric. Although there was, it might not have been at Celebration, but there was... We talked about it, I think. There was, like, rumors for, like, a team, like, yeah. a Bounty Hunter team movie with Boba. There was, like, a deleted scene oh, oh. slash not completed scene of Boba from, Fett... From Clone Wars. In the last season of Clone Wars that got canceled of him facing off against Cad Bane, and he takes him out. Yeah, and, th- and they were trying to, like, say that they're, like, because, like, with Boba Fett's, like, outfit, like, he's got, like, the helmet... And, like, throughout the older movies, he had this, like, dent in the helmet. Yeah, just, like, and they're, a ping off the side of his helmet. They're trying like, to say that, like, Cad Bane was the guy who yeah, did that. they have, like, this... It's There's no, like, audio or anything, and it's not very well animated. It's just, like, kind of... Was it, like, a pre-visualization right. of it or something yeah, like that? Yeah, and it's them kind of circling each other, like, an Old West-style thing. And That's, then, like, oh. you see, like, hands next to blasters, and they're kind of twitching. And then it's, like, Cad Bane's face, 
Boba's visor, and then they draw, and you see, like, Cad Bane's hat fly off, and Boba's helmet fly off, and then Boba gets up, because he's wearing the helmet, yeah. and Cad Bane doesn't, so it uh, was, how did Boba get the ding in his helmet, and where did Cad Bane go? I think it's probably for the best that they ended up, ended up oh my gosh, I'm so excited, but, like, I'm, I think it's the best that they didn't end up showing that in the show. Yeah. Because this is like a storyline they totally could use in the Boba Fett movie. Yeah, definitely. Like showing that that sequence because like as you were describing it, I haven't seen that that footage yet, but as you were describing it, I totally could see that in live action form. Yeah. And it could be really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Star Wars Celebration. We gotta go. One day. One day. I, I have like a couple uh, friends that I know that went and I was like so jealous. They oh, were, they like, went to this They were one? posting pictures and stuff. Yeah. I'm jealous. Oh, man. Oh. Just, like, the, so the energy cool. of, like, just, like, thinking about it. You're surrounded by thousands of people who, who like, who love, love it Star Wars. As much as you. Right. And, and it's just, that would be just so cool. Just being in that room. There was, like, something like 4,000 people just in, crazy. The, in the 40th anniversary panel. Just, like, hearing that room explode when Harrison Ford walked out on the stage would have just been, like, incredible. Yeah. Oh, man. One day. One day. But that about wraps it up for this episode of The Raving Geeks. So if you want to listen to us, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on iTunes, and the CM-Life website. We also, uh, in terms of social media, we got a Facebook, we got a Twitter, and we got an Instagram. You could follow so, us on there. Yeah, give us a sweet follow. Yeah. There you go. Uh, we also have our personal Twitters. You can look us up if you want. You can follow us on Twitter. If you want. You don't have to. I don't post much. That's okay. So don't, don't follow me. I do, but, you know, yeah, don't follow me. <laughs> reverse psychology just kidding but yeah you can follow us on like the Facebook Twitter and Instagram stuff uh, we'll be back next week for our last episode of the year to wrap everything up we'll get Ben back on and it'll be really cool it'll be a good episode a little send off for Ben because he's a senior right he's a senior Yep. It's, our, it's his le- one last time one last ride it'll be like Logan yep not Fast With, and Furious yeah because it was awful <laughs> Alex is cracking up quick rant <laughs> Fast and Furious 8 is terrible yeah. Don't see it I unless you like so. those movies. Yeah. <sighs> All right. This was my reaction during <laughs> most of the movie. Why? <sighs> yeah. I paid $9 for this. <laughs> That's my rant. Don't see it. Thank All you. right. Goodbye. Cook review. All right. See you next time. Same bat time. Same bat, please.